You're listening to the Remax Hustle Podcast, brought to you by Remax of Western Canada. Well, hi there, and welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. My name is Wade Patterson. I'm a franchise development consultant with Remax of Western Canada, and I'm your host for this audio experience. The Remax Hustle Podcast is all about providing you with value by leveraging the knowledge and expertise of our Remax network. On this episode, I'm joined by Curtis Collins with Remax Crown Real Estate in Regina, Saskatchewan. Curtis was born in Regina, raised just east of town in Emerald Park, and then returned to the city after high school. He has earned the Remax Hall of Fame and is our Southern Saskatchewan ambassador for the Young Leaders Network, as well as a representative on our group advertising committee. In 2017, Curtis received the Remax Crown Service Award, which is given to those who demonstrate outstanding dedication to Remax and the local community. Only one of those awards is given out in Regina each year. When Curtis isn't busy doing real estate, he enjoys backcountry snowmobiling in British Columbia. Curtis, welcome to the Remax Hustle Podcast. Oh, thank you very much for having me. It's a bit of a surreal moment for me. <laughs> Why do you say that? I've been looking forward to this. I've listened to every Remax Hustle podcast and I've always thought about what I'd say or how I'd get involved or, or uh, if this moment would ever come. So thanks for having me, Wade. You were, you were due. I mean, you're involved with so many of our different initiatives, as I mentioned in the bio, and we're going to get into all of that. Let's go back to the early days. At what point did you know real estate was the career for you? I uh, was just involved with retail sales previous to this for 10 years, uh, right out of high school, and, and uh, kind of sold uh, cell phones and high-speed internet, which was actually pretty good timing considering that from 2000 and from the year 2000 when I graduated to 2008 when I stopped, it was the time where everybody went from having no cell phones or internet to having everybody having cell phones and internet. So it was actually not a bad, fairly lucrative business at the time. But uh, I eventually just kind of got to the point where I was pretty much just having to compete with my sales records from the previous years um, in order to have some competition. And I, I was, uh, outperforming a lot of our other agents uh, or our, our other salespeople, I guess, at the time. So I just kind of kind of capped out or hit the ceiling as far as what I was able to do in, in that business. And and uh, so I went went to say, what can I sell that's bigger? What gets a bigger commission check? What's, what's the biggest thing that I can think of to sell? And that was real estate at the time. And it kind of fell nicely into my my previous education. I mean, my father was a carpenter contractor slash landlord all of his life. So I kind of had a pretty good idea of, you know, building structure and, and uh, renovations and repairs as well as the whole landlord and investing end of things. So it was a pretty easy transition to switch from, uh, from retail sales to, uh, to, to real estate. So what was that like initially? I mean, was you said it was a pretty easy transition, but did you get traction right away in the business or did it take a little while to kind of navigate and, and figure things out? Well, as you mentioned, I mean, I was born and raised in Regina, so I know a lot of people and then that on top of the, the amount of people that I dealt with just through retail sales and, and doing that for 10 years, it was easy for me. To, I know a lot of people in Regina and Regina is not a massive city, so it was easy for me to to take my client list, although I maybe probably shouldn't have, but did anyway, and, and kind of move them along into my real estate and let those people know that I was involved. But again, I mean, even to today's date, I've, uh, I'm still listing properties for people that I've gone to high school with or elementary school with and people that I haven't kept in contact with other than just being Facebook friends. And all of a sudden, they hit me up out of the blue 
on messenger or whatever and say, Hey, are you still selling? Are you looking at selling or would you help me sell or help me buy or whatever? And it's, that's been a fantastic resource of just been keeping in contact with people just via Facebook and letting you know that you're in the business and they'll, they'll come at you out of the blue and haven't talked to them for 10 or 15 years, but still, uh, still know what I'm doing and, and, uh, come to me for advice. That's awesome. These are very uncertain times that we're in right now. And I'm sure a lot of agents are feeling pressure, uncertainty, what's going to be happening and that kind of thing. And I think it's inevitable pretty soon here, more and more businesses being shut down, the idea to maintain our social distance and that kind of thing. What are your thoughts in terms of how an agent can stay productive? What are you going to be doing to stay productive during this time? Well, I mean, there's always a, a number of things that you can do from home. And, and I mean, a, a lot of our business actually can be taken care of from home, whether that via Zoom meetings or bomb bomb or however you want to be keeping face to face with your clients. But I mean, we still have a lot of, you know, CPD, it's tax season. So I, I know a lot of agents, including myself, absolutely hate sitting in front and punching in receipts as far as what we're spending and where and, and how that all and how that all works out. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, there's tons of things that you can be doing from home. And a lot of that is not just necessarily work-based, but it's, it's, we got to make sure to keep our, our mental space going strong as well. And, uh, you know, whether you're doing those at-home workouts or taking that five minutes to plant the cat or jump in the hot tub and just have those Zen moments where you really, you know, really can take care of yourself mentally, you know, because it's, it's, it's not easy times. There's no question about it. It's, uh, it's, it's times where we have to take care of ourselves and our families, our communities the best we can. And, and that's, that's not only with work by any means, uh, that, that's only a portion of it. Digging a bit deeper into that, I mean, you're Regina, born and raised more or less. I know you're raised just outside of Regina. What, do you, what can you do at this point or what are you planning to do to help out your community or to make sure that those people you've, you've kept in touch with, whether it's Facebook or that type of thing, that you're maintaining those relationships and adding value at this kind of time? you do, can do what you can do. And, and I mean, that's, you know, even if you're just doing these Instagram stories or something, telling, giving people that are outside the business a perspective on some things that are happening and changes. And, and, and I don't think it hurts to let people know that it is uncertain times. There's no question about this. And, you know, even as a real estate professional, if someone comes to you and says, you know, what is this going to be like? Oh, nobody knows. Like nobody knows what the answers to these questions are. And, and, you know, you can help navigate people the best you can, of course. Um, but again, I don't think that it's unreasonable to be uncertain at this point in time. It, it's nobody, nobody knows a lot of the stimulus packages and what's going to be coming from here to there. And, and, and just what's coming down the pipe is not certain by any stretch. And it's changed, you know, even from last week to this week, so much has changed already. And, and, uh, it's it's impossible for us to predict what's going to be happening next week, next month, or you know, in the in the long term. So I touched on this in the bio, Curtis, but you volunteered, and we appreciate this for a number of region initiatives. I mean, you've been involved with our group advertising committee. You've also been involved with the relatively new Young Leaders Network, which launched last year, and you're an ambassador for the Southern Saskatchewan region. Specifically with YLN, Young Leaders Network, what have you gained from being part of that group? Well, I've gained, gained a number of great friends. That's, that's the main thing. And the, and the connection that we're getting between those people has been fantastic. It's definitely helped solidify, 
having somebody to turn to in every region in Western Canada that I can trust, know uh, who they are, who they how they do business, and and uh, it's also kind of helps with just giving me a perspective on you know, especially in times like this, what what's happening in Vancouver or Calgary and how is that different and how that may be a little bit more advanced than what I'm seeing here. Obviously, Calgary and Vancouver would be a little bit further down the COVID-19 trail than Regina, Saskatchewan is. And and, and that for to me is a bit of a sign of things to come or things that could come. So it's been certainly nice to have that little bit broader perspective to to speak of, you know, even when I'm talking to my sellers here and say, you know, maybe things aren't this bad yet, but in Vancouver, they're not allowing showings yet or, or, or in some places. And, you know, again, that really hasn't happened here too much, but it gives me a perspective of what could happen going forward. And obviously the YLN group has just been an alt- a fantastic resource. One of the beautiful things about Remax, no matter whether it's just the YLN or, or otherwise, is that you don't have to reinvent any wheel. There, every wheel's been invented. There's 100,000 agents with Remax in over 100 countries. And to think you're going to have a unique idea is probably unlikely. You don't, you don't have to. If you have an idea that you're exploring, if you throw it out to the YLN network or Remax Play or Remax Creative or whatever, whatever Facebook that you choose, lots of people are there and they're there to help. And they've been there or they've done that and, and they tell you what works and what didn't. You just don't have to reinvent any wheel. The wheel's been invented a million times, and there's many, many people that tell you how your how your wheel's turning and 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 what it could do be do better. And a lot of people give that information completely freely, more so than if they were in your network or in your market. Sorry, if they were in your market, they may not be so apt to to hand out all their secrets or trade secrets. But if you go to if I talk to Zach in Calgary and say, hey, what's your trade secret here? I'm not competing with him and he's not competing with me. So he's happy to tell me what works and what doesn't and and help me improve myself and better what I'm doing personally. That That's the power of the Remax network is just the the ability to talk to people that have been there, done that, and are still being there and doing that and doing that better than you are. Again, they've they've already done that trick or whatever the case may be and, and, and know what works and what doesn't and uh, can, can help guide you so that you can skip a lot of the learning that comes with trying to develop a new idea. Interested in learning more about a career in real estate? Head over to joinremax.ca. Very well said. And it, it wasn't all, all that long ago that you were getting into the business and well, you've been in for some years now, about 12 years, but in those early days, I mean, I'm sure you can sympathize with those agents who are relatively new to the business and, you know, they're, they're trying to get everything up and going and then something like this happens and there's probably that worry, that fear, that uncertainty of not knowing where their next paycheck's going to come from, all of the things that go along with that. Based on your experience, what advice would you give to those listeners who might find themselves in that situation? Well, I started in September of 2008, and that was when the great crash of the United States happened all at that time. So I I can sympathize with people that have started in a scary time. But to be honest with you, it's day to day, you you wake up every day unemployed, and it's your choice whether you get up and go or you get up and don't. And (laughs) it's actually kind of a beautiful place choice, because sometimes you choose to not, and that's okay too, to take a day or 
to be able to take a day, I suppose, as opposed to having to get up and work. But I've also been told in my career at points that if you don't work today, you're not getting paid 90 days from today. And that holds true to my entire career. If I take time off, I know that in 90 days, probably money ain't coming in. If I go sledding for two weeks, uh, which happens in the middle of winter, uh, I again, I expected that things are going to slow down. And, and not to get paid during that during when you're not working. But if you get out there and hustle every day, it definitely makes a difference. Get in contact with your people. Just stay stay active, stay busy. And business comes from such funny reasons, such funny places at times as well. I mean, I've sold real estate to people that sat beside me at the rider games. I've sold people that go to the same gym as I do, and they don't know me from anything other than a social setting. But getting involved with what you enjoy will uh, will help you find your people too. Everybody needs to buy or sell real estate at one point in time. So just make sure you stay in contact with them or at least have them on your Facebook or whatever so that they know who you are and, and what you do and they'll come to you when the time comes. And before we wrap this up, Curtis, just a couple tangible things. I mean, you mentioned some high level earlier in the sense of, you know, there's podcasts, there's home workouts, stuff like that. What are some specific things people can be doing and, and staying in touch and whatnot? Do you have any specific tangible takeaways, maybe a couple things that, that agents can be doing during this time? Get your taxes done. Get your CPD done. Get your, uh, and, and again, video chats. I've had more video chats with friends and family while in quarantine than I probably have ever had in the last week or so. And it's, it, it feels bizarre to be hanging out with people that are also not able to leave. I'm able to leave. I'm not in quarantine, but it feels bizarre to hang out with my friends from Calgary. I've never done a video chat with them ever. And last Saturday night we hung out and we had a couple drinks together and we put them on the big screen and, you know, like we're just hanging out with friends that aren't necessarily in, in the same city or in the same location. And, and it's kind of, it's kind of a cool way to, to, to catch up with people or feel like you're hanging out when you're not really hanging out with someone. And uh, that's been something I've been doing is picking up the phone and calling people, you know, most people are home and they don't have a lot to do and, and, uh, or they're willing to take the time away to, again, just have a chat and everybody's got lots to say and everybody's got lots of thoughts and topics and things to discuss and how it's affecting them. And, and uh, just having those conversations has been really interesting for the most part. And again, just keep yourself mentally stable. Uh, I've, I've turned off the news a lot this week, and I'm usually a news, news talk junkie. I'll have a Bluetooth headphone going to my ear listening to news talk radio all day long. And I've turned that off because it's just a lot of times it's nice to just listen to music or listen to nothing or listen to a podcast. I'm not much of a reader. I don't have the attention span for it, but I love listening to listening to conversations that are improving myself. And again, that comes from a lot of the Remax Hustle podcasts or, or any other podcasts that, that uh, or, or audiobooks is another one that I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks uh, that just keep my, keep my mind entertained when I'm alone or whatever the case would be. And, and, but aren't necessarily news. I finding myself having to limit myself from news because if I did, which I did for the first couple of days, I just, was stir crazy waiting for the 1230 or the every 30 minute news to know what was the big developments. And really, if you catch on up on, on in the morning and at six o'clock news, that's enough. 
you've learned everything that you learned in a day without having to ruin your whole mindset all day listening to it. The developments are coming quickly, but once or twice a day update is for 20 minutes is fine to to stay updated as opposed to listening for every day for all day for, for, for the latest. Yeah, fantastic advice. And Curtis, since you're well aware, we like to end every Remax Hustle episode with a hustle tip. So what is your Remax Hustle tip for accomplishing a task when you need to get something done? I've thought about this a lot because like I say, I always hoped that I'd be part of the Remax Hustle podcast. And my life is simple. I run everything based on notifications that pop up on my phone. And I have used Google Tasks to assign tasks that need to be get done. If they are something that really needs to get done, they're assigned for yesterday. So they literally stay on the top of my phone. Every time I swipe down, I see the notifications of what needs to happen yesterday. And yesterday is the vital stuff that must happen today. Today's stuff that could happen today, maybe get pushed to tomorrow. But I've always run with notifications on the top of my phone, and that's how they stay top of mind as far as what needs to happen today. And I run it everything by Google and Google Tasks. An awesome tip to end with. Well, thank you so much, Curtis, for taking the time to share your knowledge on this episode of the Remax Hustle podcast. You're very welcome. Thank you, Wade. And that's all for this episode. We hope you took away an idea or strategy to help grow your business and perhaps most importantly, allow you to continue that Remax Hustle. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Remax Hustle podcast. Please make sure to subscribe and rate this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. 